Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hello, hello, hello. What's up? Hi. Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is Jamie Rodriguez, your host. This and every episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Welcome, everybody. Special episode. Just came back from a beautiful, majestic music festival called Rooster Walk. And this is a special edition post-festival recap featuring our friends of Moon Taxi as well as Bluegrass Hitmakers Town Mountain, guys. And um, before we get started, just wanted to say thank you again to the team at Rooster Walk for having us over, Jessica Wilson and everybody involved in Pops Farm in Martinsville, Virginia, a truly unique festival. Check out roosterwalk.com for next year's information, guys. And in this episode, we're joined by um, our friends uh, Trevor Turn, uh, Tendrup and Tommy Putnam of Moon Taxi and uh, Phil Barker and Zach Smith of Town Mountain. And we discuss some really interesting stuff. I mean, with Moon Taxi, we chat about the legacy of the band, the brotherhood, the state of being in peak state every show and more. With Town Mountain, we discuss, you know, the hours they spend on the road together, social media and a bunch of other stuff. So just really, really, really happy with um, with uh, the way that music is coming back. Uh, lots of great stuff out there. Make sure you hit the road, support your community, support your local artists. And yeah, without further ado, guys, let's jump right into it with this Rooster Walk. 2022 recap edition of J-Rock Concerts, the podcast, featuring Moon Taxi and Town Mountain. Tommy Putnam. Yes, sir. Trevor Turnip. The original gangsters. That's right. Of Moon Taxi. Oh, my gosh. We are coming to you from uh, Martinsville, Virginia. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah. Uh, we are actually the original gangsters of Apex. That was yeah. our that was our high school band name. It's Apex. That's right. That's the highest point you can get. That is the highest point you can get. We thought it was very symbolic at that point. You know, I was thinking about that today, guys. Isn't it wild, like, that you go, you, I mean, you came from New York. Right cool band t-shirt right met this guy this guy's like i like yeah, that band i know and like you guys are still huffing and puffing like here like like 30 years later it's so wild isn't, that, isn't it wild no it's yeah. great i mean you know it's it's beyond music it's a brotherhood yeah. it's yeah. it's a lifestyle yeah. you know that's why we're out here because because we love it we love each other totally. we love you hey, thanks man yeah we want to spread that around absolutely tell me at this point in the band mm -hmm. do you guys like start to think about legacy because, you know, like, you know, 30 years and your audiences, you know, have grown, your families has grown. Right. Um, and Moon Taxi, you know, I, I still remember when Moon Taxi was like, like, a, like a fresh flavor, mm -hmm. you know, and Moon Taxi is still cool. It's always been cool. But Moon Taxi, I mean, you guys are like, I don't want to say like elder statesmen, but like, <laughs> but like you, you're like, you know, mid seasoned, yeah. seasoned yeah. and like there's a legacy. Moon Taxi means something that people can emulate. Do, do, do you ever think about stuff like this? All the time. Yeah. Um, not just with the music, but like with our crew and stuff too. Like yeah. some of our crew has grown and gone on to work on bigger tours too. Yeah. With the music too. Yeah. I mean, like I definitely, I definitely take a lot of pride in any kind of impact we can have musically that, that carries on once we're done. Yeah, man. It's it's kind of funny, and, and I approach it in two different ways. I love playing, you know, the canon of work that we have. Like, 
it wouldn't be a show if we didn't rock out to Morocco or, or do a too high. Um, that wouldn't be fun for me either. Like, and I, I don't think an audience would would like to see Moon Taxi without those songs. Right. But at the same time, I still want. I think we have a lot left to offer, uh, studio-wise, and bringing people new, new and exciting music. We're actually yeah. working on some new stuff, I bet, uh, I bet. and hopefully we'll have a new album of material like next year. I, That's I the it. plan. I, in, in Nashville, you can almost like feel Spencer like cooking. Ah, uh, <laughs> you can almost like feel it in the yeah. Band. He's always doing something. He's oh, man. prolific. Well, that, that, that's great to hear, guys. And um, you know, recently Tyler, friend of our show, who's uh, the drummer, who's not here, right? He, he had uh, kidney stones. He did one of the shows. But the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because, you know, part of it is just like you guys have seen it all. Yeah. You know. The ups and downs, kidney stones, like God knows what else, other kinds of shit. I know, you're yeah, right. It used to be when you'd get sick, you just have to play through it. Like one of us got the flu and we're all in a van together. Yeah. Everybody's like, Then oh. we all get sick. Yeah, everybody's like, like, damn it, Tommy. Like, I'm now I'm going to get sick. And sure, you would. But you just, we'd all just power through the show. You drink a Red Bull and, you know, just go out there and, and hammer away at it. Right. And then go back to the van and go straight to sleep. Right. Exhausted. But a lot of it is like showing up, right? Yeah, and maybe being more a little bit more prepared. I've been telling Tyler, you know, you got to drink a lot of water, like yeah. a little less Coke Zero, and a little fewer tequila <laughs> shots. And he's like, yeah, actually, you were right actually, about that. Right yeah, about that yeah. Years, exactly. But he got through it. I mean, I wasn't the one that had to pass the kidney stone, but but uh, actually, after our hangout set, yeah, he had like another little episode, and like like I was saying at the beginning of the interview, it's like yeah. we're brothers. I was like, yeah. I was there with him. I was like push or you know do what you got to do to to get better and to get healthy um because uh yeah it, it it is a family and and i felt like i was going through it even though i didn't yeah i didn't have to do that it looked, it. it looked painful yeah totally, totally. oh it man sounds painful I yeah mean, i was still at the beach so yeah tommy was i would have i would have helped <laughs> if i'd been there for sure but oh god unfortunately i was not tell me take me back to, just to um just to the high school there um What was anyone? Yeah, well, Vestavia uh, Hills. Vestavia, 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 Vestavia in Birmingham. Vestavia, in Birmingham. Just take me, take me back there for a second. Um, just like the connection that you guys have since since we're here together. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, so you know, I, I, and I mean, like, how has he changed? How have you seen oh. him develop as, as a human for well, good for bad? Well, you know? for one, he doesn't say Tommy anymore like he did when he yeah. came out from Syria. Had a pretty strong, yeah. thick northern accent. It's, it's funny, yeah. where, where we grew up there, it's a lot of the people uh, from Estavia, their parents grew up there too, or their parents have friends there, you know, a, a good number of them. Yeah. And I was a new kid there Yeah. Um, in fourth grade. And I remember it was just a little difficult to make friends at first. Right. And then Trevor moved down there from Syracuse, New York, which is, I moved from Atlanta, which is yeah. somewhat similar. but. Syracuse, New York, that's a big culture shock. I mean, a lot of people have never heard someone talk like that before. Sure, sure, In sure. real life. So, you know, was, he Trevor was, like, shocking to everybody. Else. He comes in, he's got his long hair, and all the girls think he's cute. He wears yeah. fish shirts. People are like, who's fish? And I was wearing the fish shirt. You're always cool, you know? huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it was always cool. Um, well, yeah, and, yeah, and I definitely needed that at that point in my life is that lifeline. And Tommy's always been, uh, you know, a supportive. I don't know if you know this, in in a band setting, a bass gives the support, you oh, yeah. know. And the so, glue, baby, the yeah, glue. you got yeah. a bug on you. Yeah. Uh, so, like, Tommy not only does that in the band, mm -hmm. provides support, but he just does that in his relationships with people as he provides oh, support. Man, I and that. and he's awesome. guitar he, supporting support bass too. Guitar is a little bit different because it kind of, you know, soars over the... So you're not jamming solos is what he's saying with relationships. Yes. You're always there for everybody. Right. Yes. Right. Providing the basses. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. 
you're the one that's jumping around and doing all that stuff with your friends, you know? Yeah, and, and I hope to do it for another 20 years. Yeah, man. And since, you know, since, let's segue into that. Like, you know, before the, off camera, you know, you were having a banana. You had the rock star life be, be, yeah. before, before a big festival. L let's talk about the, the state because you guys are always in such great mental state. Process, you mean? Yeah, yes. and physical state. Um, I'm always amazed by that. Like the way that you guys just hit the stage and you grab 30,000 people by the balls. It's right. part of my friends. Yeah, you're good. And, and an hour and a half later, everyone is just in a fucking dizzy and you're like, Done. Oh, it's all about you know? preparation, physical, yeah. mental. Yeah. Uh, for me, you know, I'm main vocalist, so like I, I have to chug water yeah. all day long, and it's tough, like when you're traveling. So, yeah. for touring aspiring mus musicians out there, you know, you yeah. got to drink a lot of water. Uh, I mean, I, I enjoy the process of getting ready, like just kind of doing my vocal exercises. It's boring sure. for everybody else and isolating for me, but. I do it with you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Tommy will jump in there. Yeah. Uh, but but it's something that I need. I know that I need to do to put on a, a good show. So once you realize that, I didn't know that when I was younger and you know just a little wilder. Like I didn't know what I needed to do to prepare mentally to put on a good show. But now I do, and yeah. I'll always do that. I love that. I love that, guys. I mean, you guys are festival, so thanks for your time. Let's finish with these. Um, right now, there's like this big thing in the music industry about this past couple of weeks like labels saying even to major acts like we don't want to release your single unless like you create a TikTok for it like oh, at yeah. least we're like a couple major acts like, yeah. like Florence Welsh Florence of the Machine this mm -hmm. actually happened yeah. she came out publicly uh, I'm just curious like what you guys think about all these like crazy changes because um, it, it seems like for someone that I'm not a musician but I'm, I'm, in, I'm in media but it seems creatively like like draining yeah so Wes sent me this um, I think Elon Musk tweeted this out sometime it was a it was a circle, it was a graph of how artists used to be creative ninety percent of the time. Yeah. And then like social media was a little small part of it. Right. Now it feels like social media is a lot much larger part of the circle. Right. And you're having to spend so much more time and energy on that. Um, and the TikTok thing is just a phenomenon. I mean, like our friends at Dirty Heads they had a song just blow up on TikTok and they got like three times bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so Yeah. It, um, it's, it's we'd much rather just focus on the on the art yeah yeah um, but it's a necessary thing so for me and maybe it's just because you know i grew up listening to like the grateful dead and allman brothers and bands that really stretched out songs i really start to get into a song at like that five six minute mark sure you know like when i can kind of the world melts away and i yeah. sort of literally get into like a, a trance yeah that's five minutes in yeah. I think TikTok is 15 seconds or something yeah. like that. Like, how can... I think the stat is 87% of internet traffic is, is 30 second video now. Right. I mean, how, how am I supposed crazy. to be able to become entranced in music exactly. if it's only 15 seconds? So, uh, for me, they're going to, you know, if any of the people at TikTok um, are, are, are watching, like, maybe just extend the length of the videos for me to, yeah. to really get on board with yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see where this goes, but one thing is for certain, guys. Moon Taxi is, uh, you know, you guys are chugging along, and I yes, think sir. you guys are creating something that, you know, whenever it's all said and done for whatever reason, it's gonna be like I think in rock and roll history, guys. Oh man, oh, thank, thank you, like, you and, so and much. Think, and like a timeless thing, and uh, and it's an honor to talk to you guys, and thank you for your time. Thank, thank you, you. as always. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Take care. Thanks. Phil, Zach.
Thanks for joining me, guys. Oh, uh, glad to do it. Man. We are yeah, backstage at the Rooster Walk Music Festival 2022. And uh, Town Mountain, man, you guys are about to hit the stage in the middle of a really busy year. So really appreciate your time, guys. Uh, glad to do it, man. Absolutely. So, Phil, let me, let me start with this. I was thinking about you guys this morning and legacy. Like, the word legacy starts to come to mind because the band's been around since 2005 now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you guys are like, you guys are peaking, you guys are doing incredible. But you guys are not like the young pups anymore. Right. Like, there's, there's bands now who are, like, influenced by Town Mountain. Like, sure. you start hearing this all the time now. Yeah, yeah. Does this like cross your mind as you start touring, like, like the legacy world? Like, what mark are we leaving in the music now? You know? Uh, you know, it hadn't, honestly, but when you say something like that, you know, it's definitely something to consider, you know, having done this as long as we have. Um, we've definitely had tons of friends that started out opening up shows for us and they've gone and their careers definitely are influenced by us and, we're, and we, we love to see the, the community and making that connection. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're just trying to connect with people. So if, if yeah. we're doing that with other bands, that's that's great, and, and hopefully just spread a good you know message of community and, and authentic music. Right on. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Do you have anything to add there? Yeah, yeah. So I was I was a Town Mountain fan. Yeah. Long before I joined the band, right, actually, which right, is pretty funny. Right. Um, and I would say I would say that it was influential to my music. Sure. Um, and and so like being in the band now and and playing playing for people you know every night it's yeah. it's really fun to think about like that coming full circle and, and and the band keeps it interesting you know like um they like i i feel like it's constantly evolving musically uh sonically and so it's really cool to be a part of that now you know? yeah yeah, you guys definitely like keep it keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. And and speaking of keeping it fresh, uh, Phil, let me ask you about like venues. I mean, you guys yeah. played like the Opry a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. You guys, you know, you're playing the Burl next time. Like, um, I'm blanking out, but like you guys are playing like some of the major stages. Is there something like a major like like stage that you like that you want to hit next that you haven't hit? Like, is there something that comes to mind like a bucket list? Oh gosh, bucket list. There's there's so many of them. I guess if you're you're talking about. I mean, it can be international, you know what I mean? Because you guys are, like, checking all the U.S. boxes at this point. <laughs> well, well, I mean, we've never played in the U.K. or in London or anything like that. I would love to do that at some point. Yeah. I would love to make it over to Europe more. We haven't really – we've done that sparingly through our career. Yeah. And I'd like to, I'd like to make it more of a point to um, – expose and you know connect with an international oh, yeah. audience and it'll happen absolutely yeah. and Zach let me ask you about like the camaraderie between you guys like like the brotherhood um, because you guys are road dogs road warriors and uh, man just like it's, I, I just find it fascinating when a band like Town Mountain you know you know e- each one of you has family each one of you has needs each one of you has like your goals and your individual humans how do you how do you keep the balance like what what are, what are some of the because it's pretty impressive, I mean it, you know, just like living together and, and just like keep thriving as individuals in a band context. Yeah, it is It is really interesting because we spend probably as much time together as we do with our significant others. Right. So, um, and, and you know, we, we room together a lot of the time as well. Like Robert's my, my road roomie, if you will. So it's just like, yeah. it's, a, it's fun to, to make this, you know, br- brotherly connection with with these guys because it's like it feels very lifelong to me right yeah. now yeah you know like um 
we'll keep it that way. Yeah, we'll keep it that way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's um, but I mean, communication is key in every good relationship. Yeah, and or anything. We've always it's always been a real like, you know, it was was as much about the way we got along together as a group as it was musically. Not to say the music was secondary, but it's it's important to connect. Um, on a human level with someone and be good friends with them because yeah. that affects how you play music with them mm-hmm. and we've always a lot of there's been plenty of musicians that have come and gone from this band but mm-hmm. we're all, still friends with all of them it's yeah. still a circle you know yeah. everybody has life needs that change and totally. that's totally understandable and and uh those that stick around stick around and those that don't it's no hard feelings we're still good friends so it's 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 definitely a a brotherhood of sorts. Tom Mountain is like a culture. It's like a, it's like <laughs> it a, be, like a yeah. value system, you know? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's how that. it is, you know? Yeah, I, I get think that. It's like deeper than, it's like a culture thing. I love that. Yeah. Man, I'm feeling, you've been around the industry for a, a long time. So let me ask you about, and thank you for your time, uh, you know, and your sure. busy butt up. But let me ask you about the, the music industry nowadays in the sense that, man, this, this past week, uh, some major artists in, in like indie rock and like Florence Welch or Florence and the Machine mm-hmm. and some others actually came and openly and said our labels will not uh, uh, promote our singles unless like we do like some sort of TikTok with it or huh. like it's become like a thing where like even major acts the labels are being like you gotta bring it with something with a little, right, with yeah. a little real or TikTok shit like man I'm just curious like you've been in the industry for a while you guys are creative souls to the bone mm-hmm. what's your take on like on like all this because from, from where I stand that just seems like completely exhausting like your pixie dust instead of like putting it in the arts but that's just me. no i completely agree it's like it's it's such a multimedia world now you got to have the visual to go with with everything and and uh definitely labels are are looking to exploit that revenue stream that's is you know you can make just as much money off a youtube video as you can streaming on spotify so it's right. like I feel like the system is, for me, I feel like the system is going to reach a tipping point. Like they keep taking from artists, yeah. you know, and taking and taking and taking. And at some point, and especially an artist at higher level, they have the, the clout to be like, that's enough. You know, yeah. we're not going to we're not going to follow all these rules anymore. We're not going to play this system that's just taking advantage of us. And you know, just the pittance that Spotify streams pay right. the artists is it's. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. And a band like us, unfortunately, we don't have, you know, we don't have the leverage, I guess you'd say, to, to be like, this is to demand our terms. But so we got to play the game for a while. Yeah. But if we got to a point where we didn't have to play that game financially, I could see like, you know, you got to take some control back. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Let, let me leave you with this. Uh, what's your... Um, ritual before you hit the stage because you guys always come in with such great force and in such great physical and mental state like mm-hmm. the, the handful of times i've seen you you always come in rocking what what how, how, what is like your ritual before like do you meditate do you stretch do you kick each other's ass like what do you do <laughs> we all kind of gather around in a room similar to this yeah. and, and we're, we're looking at the set list kind of talking about what's going to happen segue wise what's going to you know kind of going over the songs mentally and then we're kind of focused. We know it's time. And then we have a group. Everybody puts their hand in, and we have a, a motto. It's called. It says loose and aware. Loose so and we aware. want to hit the stage loose, but aware of what's going on and aware of the music, okay. but loose enough to let it go where it needs to go. 
I love that, man. Yeah. I told you, you guys have like a way of living, loose and aware. <laughs> loose and aware, loose man. Loose and aware. Yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate okay. it. Thanks for your time, gentlemen. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie.